What's up, guys? You're about to hear a podcast based on the COVID-19 situation going out throughout the United States. But before you listen to that, I just want to say that I have a new setup for recording podcasts because I'm down in Florida. And I realized I didn't put the mic on before I recorded it, so it came through my computer. So if it sounds like I'm talking through a tin can, that is why, and I apologize for that. But I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. There's quite a bit of value in here. Welcome back, everyone, to a Slab Stocks podcast. This is Face Value. My name is Aaron, your host. Today is a podcast that is probably a little overdue. Um, I apologize for not having this out earlier, either last week, Thursday, Friday, Monday, or yeah, over the weekend. I was quite busy, honestly, with leaving school for spring break and possibly the semester with uh, classes getting canceled, the in-person classes and then also coming on to florida so currently in florida um was at disney world over the weekend and obviously since the last time we talked or the last time you heard our voices on podcasts things have changed very drastically in the sports industry in the sports card market the sports card industry everything even the general economy um everything is changing your days at home your life my life everyone's lives uh, everything really has been flipped upside down, and it's kind of nuts, honestly. It's not exactly something I'm pleased about, obviously. Um, I don't just want to complain all podcasts, so I won't do that. Um, we all complain enough, probably, as it is right now with no sports, and then also just general basic everyday activities becoming harder to do, or even just being, you know, sitting inside, whatever you might have going on, or even having relatives sick. Uh, that's the worst of it all. So first off, please... Uh, Keep in mind health and safety, and hopefully uh, we can all stay healthy, relatives healthy, and nothing tragic comes out of this. But obviously, the bulk of this podcast, actually all of it, is going to be on the COVID-19, the coronavirus, and the market effects in the sports card industry, because that is the information we are here to provide. That is why you guys listen to us, and this is one of the biggest and just most shocking events that has happened in sports in my lifetime and probably actually everyone's lifetime that is listening to this. Um, couldn't remember a time where things have just all come to a halt. Of course, some sports have had different scenarios where things have been canceled, this and that, holdouts, lockouts, whatever, um, but nothing like this where it's a full sport shutdown. Um, really, really nuts. And So last Wednesday, actually Wednesday night, Thunder Jazz are playing uh, right before the tip-off. Doctor comes running out. Says they have to cancel the game later that night, probably like an hour later. Revealed that Rudy Gobert tests positive for coronavirus. And then from there, just dominoes start falling at rapid effect, um, rapid pace. NBA suspends all play for at least 30 days. March Madness canceled. Baseball opening day postponed two weeks, which I'm sure is going to be two months now. Um, Just a lot, a lot of stuff going on in the United States, around the world all resulting from the coronavirus, which is crazy to think because, you know, short, you know, a couple months ago, it just seemed like a thing that was there, and now it's really just a thing that is consumed, um, which is wild. But to get into what I'm going to talk about this podcast, I'm going to split it up into a couple different segments. First off, I want to give the view of the marketplace and what's dropping and why. Um, you might be able to guess it is the base PSA 10 market that's taking the biggest hit right now cover 10 different investments that have taken a hit, talk about the percent drops, you know, cards and stuff. Um, And then what's holding strong. I give four examples here. There's more out there, but this is just some examples of what's holding strong and why. 
and then also what's going up and then the overall effects on the market going forward and what we can expect to see because that is really the biggest question at this point is what can we expect to see going forward over the next two weeks, month, two months, maybe even three months, who knows? Um, it's very unpredictable. So whatever I say is all speculation really in that segment, but you know, take it for what it's worth. It's better than nothing. So to start this thing off, I want to cover the base PSA 10 market, how it's fallen a lot. This is most of the cards they were seeing that are having 20 plus drops in percents um, of the value. And the reason why really is because it rose just as fast uh, leading up to this coronavirus suspension of everything. So it was just a massive, massive uptick. Um, stuff was going from you know $300 to $700 with Luca stuff. Uh, just crazy percent gains. And it can follow just as fast. We have found out very much so over this past, I didn't want to say six to seven days. So for each card that I'm going to talk about, the first price I'll be bringing up will be the value of an auction sale on March 10th. March 10th is the day before everything got suspended, well, at least for the NBA. So shortly after the MLB and March Madness, whatever, but March 10th is the day. Then I'll be giving today's price and then giving the percent drop. So first off, Luka Doncic. Uh, his stuff was rising really, really quickly. Base PSA 10s were exploding. Um, I put out an Instagram post comparing the base PSA 10 to the silver PSA 10. Talked about how the silver is more stable even though it didn't go up as fast. And honestly, it's coming true right now. So on March 10th, we're looking at $650 for Luka. They're selling between the range of $600 and $700. I just took the midpoint $650. And today they're down to 410 to 475. And the midpoint of that would be 442.50, uh, which is a 32% drop. That's one of the biggest on this list, just right off the bat. Luca's going down. Why? Because there's a crap ton of them out there. There's get like 8,000 some PSA 10s. A lot of people are offloading them right now. Uh, panic, need the money, whatever it might be. Not really super interested in sports if the, there's a suspension. I just want to get out because I think it's going to drop even further. Uh, whatever the reason is, 32% drop. Looking at another Luca card that went up very fast is the Optic PSA 10. Those were like 150 or 100 150 bucks for a while. And then, boom, go up, goes up to 425 Now they're down to around 330 22% drop. Luka Doncic falling pretty fast in the base section. However, for some reason, the non-graded Luka Optics are still like 60 bucks. I have no idea how. Um, I'm sure those will drop at some point. Next player... Jason Tatum, Prism PSA 10 base card. Those were up to $300 on March 10th. That's the high of the entire Tatum market. Um, truthfully, I thought that at that time, you know, Tatum was probably going to keep on moving up if we're still playing. So looking now, Tatum, I think, is a great option to look at over these next couple weeks. I'll talk more about buying environment later. Um, but today, they're worth around $220 to $250. So it's around a 22% drop in Tatum's value over six days. LeBron, LeBron James, Topps Chrome. Obviously, this is like the card that defines the market increase, the sports card demand uptick. Anything you want to talk about with sports cards over the last 10 to 12 months really revolves around the LeBron James, Topps Chrome rookie. You know the story. They were at $1,000 for almost a year. You could have bought in at 1000 for almost a year. They go up to 2000 There are 2000 Everyone's like, way too much, way too much. Then they go up to 4000 then 6000 And then even a sale hit over 7000 um, right on March 10th, sales were between 6,500 and 7,000. Now today they're around 5,000 to 5,500, looking at a 22% drop in that category. Um, pretty substantial for a card that was way up there. 
Now, I do think that those would probably have kept on rising uh, with the coronavirus not in effect, but here we are today down to 52.50, um, very discounted from the top. However, looking at what it was for a while between 2,000 4,000, uh, not so discounted. Then the LeBron James paper tops rookie, and this one honestly has held pretty stable compared to the rest on this list. So before on March 10th, we had around a $2,300 value. Today, as of March 17th, around $2,000. It's a 13% drop. That is the lowest on this list of the 10 investments that I'm talking about. Next up is Giannis. You guys know this one. This is probably the second most defining card of the sports card increase. $500 before the season. Rises all the way up to $2,250 around on March 10th. And then after today, we're at $1,875 about for Giannis-based PSA 10s. It's a 17% drop uh, in the Giannis Prism PSA 10. Looking at select for Giannis, those got all the way up to 950. So actually, the select Giannis, I made an Instagram post on this last week, rose from like $125 to $950, which was outpacing the Prism-based PSA 10 profit uh, return on investment by two times. So the select really did well. Lower entry uh, costs, had a lot of new collectors and investors buying into the select, especially with Giannis when there's not many options out there for like a base PSA 10 rookie. You look at Luka, you have Prism, Optics, Select, Select Premier Level, Select Courtside, Hoops, Donruss, uh, you know, the list just goes on and on. But with Giannis, you really have the Prism and the Select and Hoops. Um, you have like prestige and stuff, but no one really wants that compared to these other ones. You really are just focusing on the Prism and the Select. That went up to 950. Now they're around 675. That's around a 29% drop in value. It makes sense because it ran up very, very quickly. They're around 300 to 600 for a long time. They ran up really quickly at 950. Now they're down 29%. So if you're catching the trend here, it's stuff that goes up very fast is going to drop just as fast as well. Zion, these just absolutely exploded from 400 to $825. I think some hit over 900. But on March 10th, we, we were around 825 on these. After, as of today, we're at $650. That's a 21% drop. Um, where will this card go in the future? It's a very interesting predicament because, let's see, he played 70 games this year. Zion's probably winning Rookie of the Year. Um, Pelicans are possibly in the playoff push, probably closer than they are as of today. Well, if the season was still going, um, the overall market is just in love with Zion, bringing so much value to the market. He's super fun to watch, very hyped. Um, everything about him screams high-dollar uh, player, you know, the most hyped prospect since LeBron. Will these get back over $800 up to 1000 I think that these very well would have hit 1000 if we didn't have any of this going on. Um, at some point this season, I really think they would have hit 1000 Now they're at 650 Do you buy in at 650 Do you buy in around 500 if they go down that low? Um, that's up to you. But there's some serious potential here if design prison base is what you're interested in. Also keep in mind, over this time period, if more PSA 10s start to hit the market because they're more getting graded, when sports aren't being played, um, value should go down even more because more supply is becoming available. So by the time we even see like almost getting to sports time again, these could be way lower. Then maybe it's a really good buy-in. Uh, we'll see. We'll have to figure out what's going on going forward with the market and sports returning. But that's a question to talk about later and answer later for sure. Next at number six is John Moran Prism PSA 10s. This is the biggest drop on this list out of the 10. These were going around 400 to 425, even upwards of 450 at 375 in that range. I'm just going to call it 400 on March 10th. Um, 
they went up pretty substantially. They were around $190 for a while, uh, right when PSA 10s were starting to hit the market. Not exactly sure why they hit such a steep incline. I know that Jaw is playing very well. Um, it's got nothing to do with me thinking that John Moran's not good. It's just that they went from 200, 400 fairly easily, I'd say, and then they dropped now to 255, which is a low for around a couple, at least three weeks, probably a 36% drop in value. Is it a good time to buy in? If you look at that 255 versus 400, yeah, that makes sense. Until you might think, oh, it might drop further, or more supply will be hitting the market. Either of those two things could drop this price lower. So I just hold off for now. Roland Acuna Jr., this is in the baseball now. Uh, Tops update PSA 10s. These things were just on like an absolute rocket ship. They're around $100 for such a long time, even around $75 actually in the offseason. Um, they're up to $237 or around that on March 10th. And then after, as of today, we are at around $187. It's averaging out some prices. There's a lot of volume moving here with these base that there's like 10,000 some PSA 10 Acunas or something. There's just so much volume getting moved. Um, with that, we're looking at a 21% drop. I really expect this car to drop further. I would not recommend buying in right now 187. Hold off, hold off. You will see lower prices. Very certain of it. Um, you can buy back in later. Juan Soto has actually seen a larger dip than Ronald Acuna, which I guess you could say makes sense because Acuna is the baseball next crown superstar. But in some sense, it does make sense to me because the Acuna ran up so fast compared to the Soto. Uh, Soto topped out at like 140 on March 10th. Now they're around 100 bucks. That's a 29% drop in value. I'm looking at Juan Soto right now, and especially over the next like month. Um, if these keep on falling, might get around 75 to 80. Perfect time to buy back in. Not everything, um, but we will try to help navigate the best we can for you guys and help you guys lock in some investments at low points if you have discretionary income to spend um, in a time where prices will be falling. So that player I was talking about, Shea Gilgis Alexander, Prism Silvers, non-graded this is. Everything else in the segment before was PSA 10s. These, I'll tell you what they are. So non-graded Prism Silvers, Shea Gilgis Alexander, March 10th, $64. Today, $60. It's only a 6% drop in value. Could just be attributed to an auction that sold for $4 lower. It might be because people are just a couple more eyeballs aren't watching them. Who knows? But these mid-level silvers like Shea, Jaron Jackson Jr., DeAndre Aiden, 
Marvin Bagley, um, those type of guys are holding decently strong right now. I think if you get to the level below that, you're talking like some of those 2019 silvers of guys that are like not very proven yet, also might not even be like star players or even all-star players type of guys. Um, those guys are probably dropping more and would fit in that category above this. But these guys are holding strong there. So 6% change in value for Shea Prism Silvers. PSA 10s barely moved, like 310 to 300 probably. Also, by the way, if you haven't looked at the pop report for Shea Gilgis Alexander Prism Silvers and other Prism cards, I'd highly recommend doing it because these pop report numbers are pretty staggering. Prism Silver Shea PSA 10 is like a 35% gem rate. It's like 250 out of like 600 some PSA graded Shea's have been 10s. And also that just shows how many are not getting sent in because of how bad the centering are on these cards. If you look at them up on eBay, most of them have super small bottom borders. Um, lots of bad centering. PSA 10s, huge money for Shea. Next, number two for this holding strong category is Luca Prism Silver PSA 10s. Those were around $2,000 on March 10th um, before the suspension. Today they're around $1,850. One sold like $1,650 on auction, but a majority have been between $1,800 and $1,900. So I'm just going to call it $1,850. Only an 8% drop in value. Silvers are holding stronger than base for sure. Um, they didn't see that massive increase. They went from like $1,250 to $2,000. Uh, when the Luca Prism went from like 250 to like 700, so they didn't see that massive increase, but at least that they're holding steady for those that did buy back in, or did buy in between 1200 and 1850. Next up is Jason Tatum Prism Silvers, just rarely like not much movement here at all. 1025 on March 10th today, uh, 950 around 7% drop in value, uh, not much at all on a thousand dollar card, and then Kawhi Leonard. We have the 2012 Prism Base PSA 10. Fairly confident that these 2012 cards are going to hold fairly strong. Uh, most were not in a quick run-up situation. Anthony Davis actually was a little bit. He went from 500 to 800 pretty dang quickly over the last month. So those have definitely came back down to around $600, which I think is a great time to buy in on those too. But the Kawhi Leonard has rarely dropped. It went from 1,000 to around 925, 8% drop. Not much there. Basically. There hasn't been much baseball that's in the same category. Um, the rare stuff, even like the gold of whatever the year is for tops, so like 2018 Acuna Update Gold would be uh, 2018, uh, the variations, the foils. Um, that stuff is holding way stronger than the base, no doubt, but not like this basketball stuff. My take is that prices went up with anticipation of an opening day coming within the next like three to four weeks. Um, and now there really is no anticipation at all. Uh, baseball season could start as late as like July, maybe even August. I have no idea. Um, so anticipation is totally gone. The rare baseball stuff just isn't able to sustain those prices that they went up to. But for basketball, there's already a ton of games played like two-thirds of the season, more than that at, that, at this point actually, um, probably like four-fifths. And a lot of people already know what players have to offer. They know what these prices have the potential of doing. Um, and they're just going to hold steadier. So that's where we're at with baseball and basketball and why basketball is going to hold stronger. Also, just because basketball has a ton of demand, uh, much more than baseball did, I think, organically. They have a lot of baseball demand came in from outside uh, investors. What do you have? Uh, maybe even basketball investors seeing the potential in basketball cards that wanted to buy baseball. But basketball just holds stronger just because I think that the demand overall is greater um, there. This last section is extremely small um, for good reason. And it's the quick going up section. So there's really not much 
to this in the slightest. Um, really just two different dudes. First off, Kyler Murray. Um, if you guys pay attention to the NFL offseason, yesterday and today have been huge days for that. I'm personally not a huge NFL fan. I really like the Packers. Aside from that, just like not super into the sport as much as I am basketball and baseball. But DeAndre Hopkins got traded to the Cardinals for David Johnson. Both teams sent some picks back and forth. And then some other dudes were on the move, like Stephon Diggs to the Bills. Um, and then Tom Brady, obviously, you probably have seen by now, is not going back to the Patriots. So those are some of the bigger news. But because DeAndre Hopkins, one of the best receiver, receivers in the NFL, got traded to the Cardinals, Kyler Murray, 2019 Prism, Silver Rookies, non-graded, went from 175 to 250, um, pretty substantial gain in a very short amount of time during an economic downfall for sure um, occurring in the United States because of the coronavirus. So it is a very, not really interesting, but it'll be, I mean, it is interesting. It's interesting to see if over these next couple months these will hold above 250 or even if they'll rise even more than that. Um, I'm not exactly sure what will happen. I don't really like analyzing the football card market too much. I think it's way too volatile. I think that there's way too much stuff that can happen for values to go down. I think that there's not enough games. I think that the games are way too spread out for people that really care. Sure, you can buy your Mahomes and Brady long-term and probably do well, but just week to week, way too much going on, way too much uncertainty. Uh, just not for me um, exactly. And then also what I've seen is rare LeBron James stuff. I'm not talking about his rookie like Topps Chrome-based PSA 10s, even though they're like rare, so to speak, compared to the prison base cards we have today. I'm talking about like his Panini cards that are veteran cards, but numbered or from 2012 prism, that type of stuff. Like the 2012 prism base, LeBron James went from around 450 to now 550 is 600 in that range in like a week. And then also one other auction I saw sold was 2019 prism purple ice of 149 went from 400 to 675 around this time. So LeBron James, rare, numbered, Lakers, Cavs, whatever, is going up really well at this time, uh, seeing some nice demand. I think it has to do with probably people are more confident buying LeBron right now. They're probably more confident that prices won't fall, which is kind of funny. It leads to prices going up just because of more demand. But that is, I think it's a pretty sound argument for why it might be going up at this time, um, especially with anticipation of the playoffs and the NBA after the season returns. You know, Lakers are going to be one of the either last two teams remaining in the West or the very last or probably even possibly winning the finals. So lots to be excited about with LeBron. However, the rookie cards that ran up really fast are falling quite substantially because of that. Um, it's a lot less about who it is, what the player can do. It all has to do with how fast the card moved up is how fast the card can move down. Um, that is really the name of the game. I mean, you look at... Tatis and Luca and John Morant and those dudes are just falling quite substantially over 30% drops in like six to seven days. But it's not necessarily because no one thinks that Luca and Ja and Tatis will be good. Obviously, it's because they just went up so fast. Um, so that's where I, that's what the three segments are um, for this show. Looking at what fell fast, what's holding strong, what's going up, and to end this show off, I just want to give overall market effects what I think will happen going forward, what I think you should be doing going forward if you have the means to buy back in or to buy in more into the sports car market. So basically, to wrap all this up into one little 
segment, I would say anything that was on steep incline before before suspensions were in place have fallen almost as fast back down. Now with that, I'm not saying everything that had that steep incline that I was talking about earlier, it's just going down just as fast after these suspensions. I'm not saying that we're at the low point today. I'm not saying we're at the low point in two weeks. I do think that there's a possibility that these could return back to what the prices were before they saw this very, very quick increase in price. I'm saying as far back to like Luka Doncic Prism PSA 10s being $250, not $400, but $250. LeBron PSA 10s, Topps Chrome being $4,000, and Acuna Update Rookie PSA 10s being $100. If you have low-numbered, rare, and highly sought-after cards, even if they aren't necessarily super rare, like silvers, I would totally recommend holding them. I will not say to sell them. I do think that there will probably be more of a drop in them going forward. Not saying like a steep drop, but probably a little bit more coming off the value. Um, but I don't think it's worth getting mixed into like if you have a Shea Gilgis Alexander Prism Silver PSA 10 that you bought for $300 and it falls at 275 I wouldn't say sell at 275 to then buy back in at 250 It's just too much switching hands and losses along the way. Uh, just hold on to it. But when the season does start back up, whenever that is, really, really hoping NBA starts back up in under two months. I think it might be two months. Who knows? Maybe three months, maybe in June. Um, these prices will start to go back up, even in the like Luca Prism PSA 10 base department. Um, hype will start to build. It always does. And people, if they have the income, will start to buy back in. Um, I expect, this is what I see, low point in the market will be halfway between today and when the season is going to return if they are able to set a date by that halfway point. So let's say that the season is starting in mid-June. They say that in like a month or something, or maybe they say it like really at a month and a half from today. That will be like the low point is right at that moment. Everything leading up to now will be dropping in value, and then everything after that I think will be increasing in value. Hype will be building with the NBA returning, uh, playoffs coming back, opening day has a day set to come back. I think at that midpoint is where you see the low point, but do not wait till the low point to start buying because I cannot say that for sure. I have no idea when sports are going to come back. That's just a guess on how I think that the market will work. Um, I've, we've never experienced something like this in the past, so it's not like I can you know give data to say why you should do it. It's just an inkling I have. Um, go with your gut. But I think that there's going to be a two to three week period before that month and a half hits that will be a huge buying opportunity for those that can. Um, totally recommend buying in hard, buying in hard on rare stuff, buying in hard on some base, uh, diversifying the investments, looking at Luka, Tatum, LeBron, Giannis, Ja, Zion, Acuna, Juan, Tatis, all these guys I named. Um, I think that there's going to be a really big, really big buying opportunity to get back in if you missed it the first time around. Um, I don't doubt that these things will go up in price. I just can't say when. So with that, do not like try to do, you know, some crazy stuff with like just buying so much that you're super over leveraged to where you don't have any savings just in case, you know, this keeps on getting worse. Who knows how this is going to go. But if you have the means, would highly recommend getting super involved um, two to two weeks before we think that the season might be announced that we're return. Um, best way to stay in tune with this because this is probably I might do a little bit more reporting on how the market's shifting uh, every couple weeks but well, I mean of course I will I mean I'm not saying I'm not going to be talking about the market I'm talking about something as structured as this but with that signing up for the newsletter at slapstocks.com will give you that inside look to see how things are shaking and moving when the when the right time to buy is 
Um, even if you have the the means right now, buying it now will at least guarantee you buying lower than what they were, um, which is huge. But I think that that two week period uh, you'll definitely want to take advantage of if you can. And with that, the last thing I have to say is just don't panic with what you have. Um, if you're in a good spot, I would not panic and start selling and taking losses. There's no point to doing that. Investments are not ruined. Uh, the sports car market is still very much alive. There has been a ton of engagement on Instagram, like even more so than before when the market was super hot. Uh, people are still super intrigued, paying attention to it. Prices are just falling because people have uncertainty right now. They don't know what's going to happen. They don't want to buy in a ton and then it keeps on falling. Uh, a lot's going on, but people are still very intrigued and very engaged and wondering what's going on and seeing how stuff will change. So do not think that demand will just be like gone once sports comes back. Uh, if anything, demand is just going to keep on rising even more because people are finally excited again. So with that, thank you guys for listening. I know it was uh, a little bit different podcast because we haven't really discussed a ton of dropping values in the past because there really hasn't been much to talk about in terms of that. But hopefully you guys got some nuggets of insight. I hope you guys could maybe go back and listen, listen to some segments if I gave some numbers fast. Uh, sometimes when it comes to numbers, Nate and I both talk very fast. Even when he gives me some baseball stats, I'm like, dude, I don't even know what you just said. Uh, so sorry about that. Maybe slow it down, rewind, do what you got to do, take some notes. Um, but either way, thank you guys for listening. This was a face value podcast from Aaron. Thank you for listening. I will see you guys next time.